Well, folks, this is Jesse Cope, and we're back for another episode of the American Soul Podcast. I hope that y'all are doing well wherever you are. We're going to take one of our little walks down the road. We'll see who joins us today. I think the uh, three-legged wolf is out so far. Folks, as always, I want to take just a minute because I feel like it's important to do this, both to those who have been here for a while and those who are just starting to join us on this podcast. Thank you, first of all, for those of y'all that give me a few minutes of your time a few days a week. I know that time is a precious commodity these days, and I want you to know that I'm grateful for it. And for those of y'all that continue to spread the podcast by word of mouth, that's that's what helps. That's why the podcast is continuing to grow, without a doubt, folks. I post things on social media, but they don't have near the effect that y'all do just by telling someone else about this podcast. So I'm I'm grateful for myself, but I'm I'm hopefully I'm grateful really for the country. I hope that this helps us just even if it's just a little bit, that'll be worthwhile. So in this episode today, I want to read a little excerpt from the editor of the Patriots Bible, which I reference often here. I think it's a great resource. Can't promote it enough, folks, if you haven't got a copy. Even if you are not a Christian, it's an outstanding resource to go back and look at what our founders and our great leaders throughout the history of our country have actually said about Christian faith and the importance of Christian faith to our institutions, to our government. Because it's, it's in stark contrast to what we hear today from the media, from the world, from culture, from sadly over the last 70 years or so from the Supreme Court. When you go back and really look at the way our founders and other great leaders throughout our history have voted, how they've spoken, the writings they've left behind, their correspondence, it leaves no doubt unless you are just purposefully being that way, my vocabulary fills me a little bit here, it leaves no doubt that the principles of Christ are the bedrock. As President Jackson said, there, it is the absolute rock that this nation was founded on, the Bible. Without doubt, folks, without doubt, 100%. But one of the things that I say almost every episode is our founders, they knew this explicitly. That was the first. They knew this, right? But they also knew that you couldn't force people to faith or away from faith. You couldn't make somebody have faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So they weren't at all trying to force people or use the government to force people to follow Jesus Christ, right? But that didn't take away one single iota from their knowledge and their acknowledgement of the fact that if we didn't have 
the principles that Jesus Christ lays out in the New Testament that our country would cease to exist. And, and we see that today. It's very clear in society if you're looking at all. The farther we stray from those principles, the worse and worse things get. And that's been true throughout our history, folks. You, you can talk about little things. You can talk about big things. For example, slavery. Perfect example. Slavery was a moment in our history where we went directly against our own founding principles that all men were created equally by God. And so that evil, that, that was perpetrated because we went against our founding principles, not because we went with them. So what I would like to do is I'd like to read because I feel like Dr. Lee, who, who is the editor for this Patriot's Bible, he said it real well, <laughs> better than, I'm, than I say it often, or at least I feel that. So I want to read this excerpt from the Patriot's Bible, and then I'm going to read one quote from one of our founders that I think really cements this point. So just stick with me for a couple minutes. While much has been written in recent years to try and dismiss the fact that America was founded upon the biblical principles of Judeo-Christianity, all the revisionism in the world cannot change the facts. Anyone who examines the original writings, personal correspondence, biographies, and public statements of the individuals who were instrumental in the founding of America will find an abundance of quotations showing the profound extent to which their thinking and lives were influenced by a Christian worldview. That is not to say that all the founding fathers were Christians. Clearly, they were not. But the point is that even those who were not Christians were deeply influenced by the principles of Christianity, a mindset that helped to shape their political ideals. It is possible to be so distracted with whether Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson ever put their personal faith in Jesus Christ that one misses the fact that the founders almost all thought from a biblical perspective, whether they believed or not. Clearly, there was a predominant Christian consensus in colonial America that shaped the founders' thinking and their writing of the founding documents and laws resulting in the republic we have today. The Declaration of Independence identified the source of all authority and rights as, quote, their creator, end quote, and then accentuated that individual human rights were God-given, not man-made. Thus, there would be no king or established religion to stand in the way of human liberty or dignity, uniquely Judeo-Christian ideals. While most historians do not limit the Founding Fathers to the 55 delegates to the Constitutional Convention, this core group of men represents the religious sentiments of those who shaped the political foundations of our nation. As a matter of public record, the delegates included 28 Episcopal, Episcopalians, 8 Presbyterians, 
seven Congregationalists, two Lutherans, two Dutch Reformed, two Methodists, two Roman Catholics, one unknown, and three Deists, those who believe in an impersonal God who gave the world its initial impetus but then left it to run its course. A full 93% of its members were members of Christian churches, and all were deeply influenced by a biblical view of mankind and government. Even a brief study of the Founders' last wills and testaments provides convincing declarations of the strong religious beliefs among so many of them. Add to that their personal writings concerning their faith in Christ— plus their leadership roles in establishing and guiding numerous Bible societies, plus their service in active ministries, and the evidence is overwhelming. As I said, folks, I think that he says it a good deal better than I do often. The point is not whether all of our founders believed in Jesus Christ as the Son of God and put their faith in Him as their Lord and Savior, although I would be grossly remiss here if I didn't encourage each of you to do that, because as a Christian, that absolutely has to be, in my it has to make my opinion that that's the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life. So I'll throw that in there, just for me personally. But as a country, this modern idea that all of our founders... Not only what you hear today, if you watch the media and you listen to culture and sadly education today, which is not teaching the truth, not teaching facts, you get this idea that all of our founders or most of them were deists and that certainly the vast, vast majority of them wanted to kick Christianity completely out of our government, politics, policies, institutions, you know, as I've said before in this podcast, you get the impression that all the founders got together and said, well, if the rest of you people, you want to have your Christian faith, that's okay. You go and do that in a closet somewhere in your own house, but don't you dare bring that out here into the public arena. Well, folks, that's, I mean, you couldn't be more false. It's, it's 180 degrees from the truth, the exact opposite of the truth. And the point has never been whether all the founders were Bible-thumping Christians. The point has always been that regardless of their personal faith, they knew and acknowledged from the very beginning that we had to have the principles of Christ as laid out in the Bible in order for our government to function, our nation, our republic, not a democracy just by the by, our republic to continue to survive. And one of the quotes that I often use, I'm just going to throw this one in and paraphrase it real quick, is John Adams. Our Constitution and government were made only for a moral and religious people. You've got to have a people that execute the principles of Christ in their daily lives, in their private and public lives. Otherwise, our laws just won't work. But this is the, the quote I wanted to kind of finish up with from Adams again. John Adams, our second president, he said, The general principles upon which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. 
I will avow that I believed and now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God. And that's just one example, folks. There's time and time again, when you go back, as Dr. Lee said, if you go back and look at these writings, the evidence is overwhelming that our country was founded on the Bible, on the principles of Christ, and can only survive as such. And the reason that that's so important to get in your head, the reason that we have this podcast is so we can start to go out there and push back against these false narratives, what they've taken from the Supreme Court decisions back in the middle of the 20th century and twisted the separation of church and state. That was never the founder's intent. And that was nothing that any of our great leaders for most of the history of our country believed. And we've really got to start to push back on that at every level, local, schools, state, national. Uh, And I say start. (laughs) We're a long way past start, folks. We've got to find a way to get back to our founding faith and principles or we're not going to have a republic left to pass on to our children and grandchildren. All right, this is a little short today, folks, but I think I'll leave it there. We're pretty close. I don't want to try and get into something else today. We'll come back in a couple days. Thank you again, folks, for all of y'all that stick with me and listen. For all of y'all that share this podcast especially, I'm so grateful. And remember, folks, I try and end most of the episodes with this. Wherever you are, you have a sphere of influence. And I believe, as Patrick Henry said, he was talking about the fact that righteousness exalts a nation and sin is a reproach to any nation. You have, and he talked about the sphere of influence that you have. Remember that and and spread that truth, spread that little spark. Because every time you do, in whatever relationship it is, whatever situation, whether it's uh, at a company that you work for, If you're at home with kids, if it's just a conversation at a coffee shop with some friends, every time you stand firm in the truth, that leaves a little less ground for the darkness to try and make gains on. It pushes it back just a little bit, folks. It helps every single time, every time. So remember that. Remember that you have that ability. Thank you all so much, folks. God bless you all. God bless America. We'll talk to you real soon.